Hi, Nick and Amy here with the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast. Um, this is not necessarily a podcast today, but more of a question and answer, I guess you could say. We've had a ton of people uh, messaging us through Instagram and asking us a lot of questions. And there's a lot of good questions. Some of them we maybe don't fully know how to answer, which is which is okay. <laughs> but we wanted to get get back and answer at least the questions that we have the best that we can and uh so actually we get quite a few emails all the time asking us questions or advice or wanting coaching or whatever we don't really do coaching we usually send people in the direction to get some real expertise yeah however we did i did throw an instagram poll out and say ask us anything we're not scared of any questions at all and there we got some questions we got some good ones <laughs> so we picked just a handful that because we can't answer every single question. We pe- picked a handful of ones that are we felt people really wanted answered. Maybe we got multiple times, which means people really need answers too. Yeah, exactly. And, and it doesn't mean we're experts or we know everything, but we are going to do our best of our ability to answer them in our in our how, opinion. How we opinion, yeah. Yeah, so. and, and before we answer them. Um, just again, understand we are not licensed experts. We are going from experiences we've had or experiences of people we know and what's helped in our marriage. And so so in our answers, you know, take it for what it's worth. This is our opinion and, and what we believe we, yeah, we are is, only the, experts. is the right answer. We are only experts in our marriage. Yep, but hopefully... Just like the app, um, hopefully our answers can maybe help uh, point you in the right direction or, or mm-hmm. you know, get you thinking better and answer answer your questions the best we can. So the first question... Wait, wait, wait. stay tuned though after our Q&A because we've got two things we're really, really excited to announce. That's that true. We finally get it. We finally get to announce that we've been waiting months. Yeah, that's so, true. Anyways, we're going to do that at the end. Okay, question number one. How... Do I explain sex is important without sounding like a sex addict? I think that came from a husband asking, how do I explain how important sex is to my wife without it sounding like I'm addicted to sex? Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, you know, Amy and I have had these talks. My sex drive is higher than hers. And they're, they're sometimes really hard talks because... You know, you're being very vulnerable and opening up about something that a lot of couples have a hard time talking about, which is sex. But I think you just have to just open up and, and communicate and, and let your spouse know how you're feeling and why it's important to you. Um, like I said, Amy and I have had these talks and, you know, I felt the same way. I didn't want Amy to feel like I was a sex addict because I'm not, but... Uh, you know, having the talks and saying, hey, this is why intimacy is so important and why I feel this way and just having that open conversation. Well, and if you listen to one of our very first episodes we ever did, we had a um, licensed marriage and ther- therapist, licensed marriage and family therapist on and talked about what an actual addict is. Yeah, and that's And that's important because some men think, oh, if I need it every day or I want it every couple days, I'm addicted. That's, That's not, not true. true. Um, they pointed out very clearly that an addict is someone that needs it multiple times a day. So if you have a str- strong sex drive and just your body's telling you that you need to have sexual intimacy every few days, you are not an addict. You are actually normal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's important to 
and, to remember. And people that have good marriages have intimacy two to three times a week. So if you're, you know... A if, really healthy marriage, yeah. yeah. So if you're wanting intimacy two or three times a week, again, you're you're not an addict. I mean, you're you're pretty normal, and I think it is pretty normal to want to be intimate with someone you love um, and, often. And, and before you get mad at that statement, there are healthy marriages that do it once a week Correct. or every other week that are still healthy. There, Correct. There's no right or wrong in this category. It is between you and your spouse. And we find in not all situations, but most situations, the husband does want it more. That's totally normal. And that's back to communication. Figure out how to make it a win-win for both of you. Exactly. So again, uh, sit down, uh, have that open communication and explain to your spouse, you know, why it's so important to you and um, listen to their feelings. And, you know, as we've talked about in another podcast, maybe, you know, find a, find a good balance, you know. Mm-hmm. If if it if a good balance is once a week or you know whatever find that find that good balance to where both of you are happy so perfect we hope you we answered that question yeah. <laughs> the next question that we got was how do couples work through differences in sexual taste um, I think they were going I think they put in parentheses like the husband likes oral the wife does not like oral our advice. Our opinion on this subject would be that, once again, communication, but don't ever put your spouse in a situation where they're not comfortable. Yeah. Ever. That's not good for your marriage. That's not good for them. Talk about these reasons why they might feel like it's uncomfortable. That's where you can have those deep conversations. Yeah, find out why. Well, find out maybe what's happened. Maybe. Yeah, and a lot of times the reason the spouse is uncomfortable is not because you think. Like, it, they could be uncomfortable because maybe they feel like, oh, I'm not clean down there. Or, you know, it could be yeah. it could be reasons that maybe um, you're not realizing. So have that open communication and under, you know, try to understand why maybe they're not comfortable with something and see if it's something that can be resolved. But like Amy said, you don't ever want to ruin a good relationship or your marriage just because maybe your spouse isn't wanting to do something that's a little uncomfortable for them. You're the big picture, your, your, you know, relationship with your spouse and, and your marriage is so much more important. It is always more important. It is important to try new things and keep things fun and exciting and new once in a while, but never, ever put your spouse in a situation that's not comfortable for them without just, well, don't do that, but make sure that you discuss it and find out the deeper reason. So. Yeah, exactly. So try to resolve the, the concern. Yeah. So, um, how much sex with your spouse is too little in our opinion? In our opinion. In our opinion, yeah. So, <laughs> Okay, this could be an entire conversation because we have this talk all the time. Yeah. His answer is obviously different than my answer. So in our marriage, he's like, oh, three or four days is good for me. I'm like, well, if you could make it to day six, I would probably be begging for it. But I never, he never, we never get to day six. So I'm never like begging for it because my body is built different than his. And that's normal. So how much sex with spouse is too little in your opinion? Nick would say less than once a week is way too little, right? Yeah, and I I would probably be okay with that, but you wouldn't be. So it's, I'm not, I'm not okay with that because you're not a, and I like the connection, 
I love the connection when we finally are intimate. Well, and I think, I think rephrasing that a little bit, saying I wouldn't be okay with it. I, I don't want to sound like, oh, I wouldn't be okay with it. That's not acceptable because that's not, I mean, that sounds a little yeah, yeah, yeah. strong. But I mean, like, um, obviously, yeah, you know, that's something that's important. And I think Amy and I have talked about it and she realizes how much I enjoy being intimate with her and how important that is to me. And so we've kind of, you know, we kind of have the attitude like I would, I want to do everything I can for Amy to make sure she's the happiest person, happiest wife she can be and vice versa. And sometimes, you know, that means if maybe she isn't feeling in the mood or whatever, we still do things for each other because we love each other. And so, you know, our, our relationship, we just, you know, there's really no magic number. We just like doing things for each other and making each other happy. And I don't know that there is a magic number because, um, you know, for some people, two times a week might be fine. And for other couples, one time a week might be fine. Or, you know, it's just finding that balance. And again, having that communication and, and talking about it. So, but one thing I will say, and that we just did the seven day sex challenge. And the whole purpose of that was not just to have sex for seven days. The whole purpose of that was for couples to see how the rest of their relationship changed by being intimate. And Amy and I talked about this as well, and not to get too off track, but even in our our lives or our marriage, like she noticed I was doing a lot more things around the house and, and just a ton of benefits or things um, from her point of view and, you know, vice versa on mine, like whether consciously or subconsciously, we were we were focused on connecting with each other every night, which caused us to do a lot of other things and also caused us not to want to argue or fight or anything mm-hmm. because during the day because we knew that we'd be connecting. So the point I'm trying to make is there absolutely is a good correlation when people are being intimate more often. They're going to have a lot of uh, benefits um, mm-hmm. in their life and they're going to become closer with each other. So again, I don't know how much is the right number, I think. I don't uh, think there's a right number. I think it's yeah. definitely just a totally personal thing. Just talk about it. Yep. Talk about it and find a balance. Find the right number for you guys. And make sure that um, when you're sexually intimate that it's because you are wanting to connect on a deeper level. Make sure that it's, you know, you've got that emotional and the whole package. It's just not about sex. And that's why for women, I just feel like that's why I'm willing to, if, if it's multiple times a week, is because... We are connecting, and I know that that's his main motive, is to connect yeah. emotionally and physically. So for sure. Okay, next question: How to regain intimacy and closeness after having a baby? Okay, well, our baby's almost nine, but believe me, do I remember those days? <laughs> <laughs> I am just gonna say right now that when we had our first child. And my body was going through amazing pain and stress after having my very first child. Um, I think that was the most unconnected that I felt to my hu- to you. <laughs> Your husband? Yeah. The most unconnected I felt to you for a few weeks after that. And I'll tell you why. Because we had never had a situation in our marriage yet where I physically could not be sexually intimate because of physical pain and mm-hmm and um, body healing. Um, We did not know how to connect intimately wise without the sexual intimacy. And 
I felt like you were kind of like, you're in pain. I'm just going to stay away from you. And I really missed that emotional closeness, which kind of drove us apart. Yeah. It was probably three weeks to a month, maybe not even that far, that I was like literally had a breakdown and was like bawling. And I'm like, I just don't feel close to you at all, blah, blah, blah. And then we had some really good conversations and my body started feeling better and we healed. So my advice on this question is to talk to your husband about what you're going through, what pain you're going through, what you're feeling. Make sure that he knows so he doesn't become distant. And there are ways to have physical intimacy without having to have sexual intercourse. Well, I think, too, they're probably saying, um, if I'm understanding correctly, is, you know, after we've had the baby and several months have gone on, like... I'm just talking... Yeah, I'm just saying, like, right after the baby, like, try to find ways to connect when you can't sexually be intimate. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, I didn't find it... I didn't find it hard a few months down the road, because once my body was healed, the baby slept all the time. Yeah. And I wonder... I wonder, too, and you're... You can give your opinion, because you're a woman. You have... You had the babies. Um, Do you think when... Um, a baby comes that a woman gets maybe more attached to the baby and the husband kind of sometimes... Are you take... saying you were jealous? <laughs> well, yeah. I'm just saying like sometimes the husband We've had that discussion become, and, you, yeah, and you've agreed to take the that, back yeah. seat. And I, I know I felt like mm-hmm. that uh, during some times in ours and Amy and I had that discussion. And so I wonder if maybe, you know, that's that that's what they're referring to. Maybe, they... maybe. Um, and maybe it's not just babies. Maybe it's just with kids in general. I think as women, we, our kids need us, our toddlers need us, our babies need us. And it's easy for us to put them first. Well, and as men, we're kind of like <laughs> children too, right? So now we just have another, uh, another uh, person to, to take our everyone. time, right? <laughs> well, number one mindset is to not think of that as your husband because yeah. he's just another person to put on your to-do list or I got to take care of him too. That's a really sad mindset that will yeah. destroy your intimacy yeah. in all areas. But when it, coming back to like child, like children and babies and toddlers, like it's really important to remember when, especially when you're in those infant years to remember that the, they are going to grow up. You are still going to be you and your spouse at the end of the day. It does come faster than you think. Yeah. We've almost, we've got a junior in high school. So all of a sudden we're like, whoa, it really is going to be us, you know? Well, and to always put your husband first. Like even when you're exhausted and tired, like yep. just I, do whatever you can in your day to make sure that you still have time for your spouse. Well, we can see in a lot of marriages with people that we know where the kids absolutely come first. Yeah. Like, like if it's sad, if something were to happen, to the kids or the husband, um, it would be harder. You know what I mean? Like they, like, like there's definitely a more love for the kids than the husband, mm-hmm. I guess is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. So Amy and I, in our marriage, you know, we really put our marriage first. Now that doesn't mean that we don't take the, take care of the needs of our kids. We've basically decided that, look, our, our marriage is going to come first and the, and, uh, we're going to take care of the things to strengthen our relationship. And um, sometimes that's just an hour at night or a date night yeah. once a week or whatever that is. That's still, yeah. it doesn't have to take over. So, so we don't know if that answered the question, but it's, so. it's kind of a tough question to answer. Um, yeah. Everyone's in different situations. We don't know the circumstances and that's what we've done in our marriage. So, um, all right. I, I like this one. Do we get negative responses from people when we decided to the, create the app? <laughs> So you're going to be shocked by our answer because I'm going to flat out be honest with you. We have had no negative feedback on this app. Maybe one from one person in a app review. 
Well, but, that was because... But they are, yeah. Because it was built for husband and wife. Yeah. And, yeah, sorry, there's people. Yeah, so when Amy, and I, be against when, that. When Amy and I first built the app, we were very private. Uh, we didn't tell anyone really about it other than some really close people. Uh, we It was one of those things like... We're like, man, this has helped our marriage tremendously. We want to share it with others, but we're not ready to put our name and faces out there because we were afraid maybe of how we'd be judged or what people would think. But... You know um, what? We got to a point, like, months later, we don't care what people think because it's helped us, and we're getting hundreds of emails from people saying how it's blessed their lives. We put the app together with professionals. So with that being said... I don't know what there is to say negative about it. Yeah. So, but the the feedback we've gotten from friends and family and neighbors and just people in our church, like everyone, every everyone is just like, this is so needed. This is amazing. This is such a great uh, resource and it's helping our marriage. And so, yeah, I would say we've, we've only had a couple negative reviews and they've been more um, because maybe the... Uh, lifestyles or the values were a little bit different, right? Yeah. Is that the or, best way to explain it? Or they believe that marriage is not between husband and wife. Correct. Which yeah. we believe. So we're gonna make we're gonna take a stand on that, and that's what we believe. We're not changing our beliefs, and yep, everyone's gonna get negative feedback on that. You know. So yeah, we've actually had uh, tremendously positive feedback, and now we just we're not afraid to put our faces and names out there. We we're uh, very happy and and uh grateful to to be able to have put together this resource to help people's marriages like it's helped ours so and i think once you get into your 40s you kind of stop caring what people think yeah like really you're just like past that like you're like i don't i don't care anymore yeah i'm like you want to be a good person you want people to like you but you quit worrying so much about those things you know i don't know yeah that's how i feel um, next question. This is a tough one. People are going to have different thoughts on this. Uh, the yeah. question is, is masturbating normal after marriage? Um, I am going to say for our marriage, no. Yeah. Oh, I'm, when I say yes, I mean, I agree. <laughs> you with agree you. with yeah. me. No, we, we don't, I um, think, that's the right way to put this. I think if you're, if you're. Marriage is in a good place and you're uh, communicating and have that good intimacy and everything that you don't really, maybe you wouldn't need it. I guess this, and, and I think the simplest way that Amy and I try to look at things is, and we look at things as, is that going to help your marriage with your mm-hmm. spouse or is it going to potentially hurt your marriage with your spouse? And so... And in answering that question, I think just, you know, does it hurt or help our relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... We found that when it comes to sexual, physical intimacy, we both want to be part of it together. Yeah. So in our marriage, it's a no. And in a lot of marriages, people we talk to, because we talk to lots of people, some people are okay with it. So talk to your spouse and decide if... It's okay in your marriage. Just because we don't doesn't mean it's it, it's bad. So exactly. it's personal. Yeah, it's that's completely personal. A total personal thing. And again, I think it's it's just something you don't want to be like secretive and everything like that. Just you don't keep secrets from your spouse. Sorry, that's gonna hurt your marriage. It's yeah. just flat out. So I don't know if we really answered that, but 
I guess, bottom line The is, answer is it's personal. You decide as a couple if that's okay for your marriage. If it's bringing you closer together, it's fine. Whatever you want to do. If it's not, probably not the right thing to do. Yeah, exactly. Good answer. Okay. Best way... Okay, next question is the best way to bring up weird sexual desires with your spouse. I don't really know what that means. I don't either. I'm not really into weird stuff. Don't really want to get into weird stuff. I'm not quite sure where they're going with that. Yeah, it's hard to answer because I don't know what the word weird means. Um, If you take away the word weird and you just say best way to bring up sexual sexual desires, desires, then absolutely. like have Very important to talk about those things. Yeah, have that conversation. And uh, again, I don't think it's anything you should shy away from. You should be open and honest about what you're desiring. And, and, and why. And why. You know? And also listen to your spouse as to what... And before you shut them down too fast, listen to them. And, ex- yeah. and express like why you feel like something... You wouldn't want to try something. And just really have that vulnerable but conversation. getting back to it, the, the key and most important thing is... Is it something that at the end of the day you're both comfortable with? Um, Absolutely. We, we can't stress that enough that in marriage and to have a good, good relationship... Uh, emotionally and intimately you have to be on the same page and both be comfortable uh, with with whatever is happening in the bedroom so for sure um, um, that one's kind of the same yeah do question we ever... do we ever get any backlash um, for the app and how do we deal with it once again I don't find anything we don't get negative much anything because the app is awesome we're getting hundreds of emails saying how it's blessing people's lives marriages it's opening communication there's parts of the app where if you're not comfortable with something you don't use it or you turn it off yeah and if you are then you're enjoying it so i think it's important to always go back to god wants us to be sexually happy he created us to be sexual people it's okay to be sexual and have a, an amazing sex life, no matter what your beliefs are. Like, we and were some, made that way. And sometimes <laughs> having an amazing sex life's like trying new things together. Absolutely. Have fun in that. What's that quote? Uh, the bedroom is the adult playtime or whatever. Have fun. Like, yeah. it really is the one place we get to play and hang out and get to know each other and have fun and laugh and spice it up and make it fun. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as you're both comfortable, Yep. it 100%. Hundred yeah, exactly. percent. We believe in happy marriage, happy sex life. The happier the sex life, the happier the marriage, right? Yeah, absolutely. Now I think that's about all the questions we're gonna answer today. If you have any more, you can email us at Amy at ultimateintimacy.com and we can answer do we'll another answer Q&A personally. Yeah, absolutely. Or we'll yeah. write you back. We do wanna share our new big news that we're so excited about. We've been working really, really hard on two things and we have just launched. Yeah, so we've just launched some products. So we have the uh, we've physical we've products, turned, you guys. We have many physical products. In the app into physical products. Let me so. tell you why. Because people email us and say, "I need a really awesome wedding gift. I need a really awesome um, bridal gift for the new bride, for their honeymoon, for my husband, for, for anniversary, for, for his birthday Valentine's present. Day. Ooh, romantic gifts for Valentine's. We now have the best physical gift. products. The best gifts for you to give. They are amazing. As it, as you guys probably don't know, Amy was a graphic or is a graphic designer, so 
she got to design everything and they are amazing. They turned out so good and because all of the world issues, they have taken months longer to get here than we planned, but they are arrived. We were so excited when they showed up and we're so excited to get them in your hands. So should we tell them about each one? Yeah, so we have the ultimate intimacy bedroom game in uh, card form, right? It's a card deck now. So if you love our game and you wanna give it to someone in a physical form, it's now possible. That's right. Yay. We have conversation starters. So if you're, you know, don't have access to a phone or you want to, you know, have them at home or whatever, um, we got our conversation starters. Uh, my favorite is the coupons. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the coupon book. We have, no, it's not a, it's not a book. It's but, a coupon yeah. box. And let me tell you how awesome this is. Well, Nick's going to love this yeah. when I give it to him. <laughs> He asks me every Valentine's and Christmas and yep. probably birthday and every other holiday <laughs> that you can. He's always like, I just want a coupon book. I want a sexy romantic don't, coupon book. You don't want a car. You don't want to go on a vacation. You don't want this. <laughs> Not that I'd give you. You don't want a new those. golf club. No, I want a coupon, <laughs> want a coupon book. book. Well, this is the coupon book. The gift from that heaven. keeps on giving. That's right. <laughs> this coupon book, it's a stack of coupons that your husband or wife are going to love because how many is there? A lot. Over a hundred. Yeah. They are awesome. However, though, Amy made the mistake to not uh, do... Uh, Expiring date? Ex- expiration <laughs> dates or limit one coupon per... You know. Yeah, that will be up to you when you give them. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> she's like, oh, I, I had to put that this is only can only be used one time or this but wait wait. (laughs) (laughs) yeah so make sure you put a little disclaimer no they are so awesome you're gonna love them i would say that's probably my favorite they're all good but that's my favorite and then um what are the other ones oh uh, okay we have a box that's called a hundred and how many date ideas it's a lot you guys it's a lot of date ideas we have an entire box of date ideas this is a great gift for someone that's about to get married or is newlywed or even or just yourself. an anniversary and you you're running out of ideas. good date yeah, ideas. Ran out of ideas. Yep, this is a good one. And then the final one is a truth or dare game. We've been getting a lot of people saying, why don't you guys have a truth or dare game? Mm-hmm. And, not- and to leave it to announcement number two. Yeah. Go update your app right now. Go update your app. Uh, you will have a new truth or dare intimacy game on it. So now it's not just intimacy game. On the it's main menu. Intimacy games. Intimacy Plural. games. So this is kind of a mix of the conversation starters plus the bedroom game. Yep. Truth or dare. Bedroom edition. And we tested it again last night. And it's great. It's a great game. It's a great so game. It'll get you asking a lot of questions and uh We actually ended up doing like a lot of truth. Yeah. We, like a ton of the truth and then got into the dares because we didn't want to end too fast. But yep. the truth are awesome too. So, And yeah, if you have any recommendations down the road for more questions you want in it, just shoot us an email as well. Yeah. We'll add them real quick. So, so I think that wraps it up, right? We hope you'll go check out our products. We hope you'll go update the app and get your game on there updated. And then we hope that if you have any other questions for us, you'll email us. That's right. So, until next time. Have a great day. Thanks for listening.